how the United States Army is training soldier and civilian software developers, next on the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast. I'm Pius Wong in Austin, Texas. Recently, the U.S. Army announced a partnership with Austin Community College here in Texas. They're creating a new software factory, or a training ground for new programmers and developers. To learn more about it from an educator's perspective, I spoke with Major Vito Errico from Army Features Command and Garrett Groves of Austin Community College. Thanks for joining the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast, Major Vito Errico and Mr. Garrett Groves. First, I wanted to give you a chance to both introduce yourselves, and so I'll start with you, Major Errico. Could you talk about who you are and what you do here in Austin? Sure thing. Um, first of all, it is an absolute pleasure to be a part of this this uh, production with you, Pius. Thank you so much for for asking me to join on behalf of Army Futures Command and the Software Factory Initiative. I myself uh, am an active duty Army officer. I'm originally from New York. Army sent me to, to school, and, and that uh, what's kept me in the Army for so long, for about the last 15 years. I've got uh, frontline deployments to Iraq and Afghanistan as a scout helicopter pilot, and uh, I've got a couple master's degrees um, in some uh, some fields that um, that have brought me to Army Features Command now, where I serve, uh, or I had been serving as a special assistant to the commanding general for matters relating to business and technology. And um, over the better part of this past year, I've been... Um, working on this Software Factory initiative. Now I'll be one of the two co-directors of the Software Factory for its start and inception in January. It's a, it's a privilege to be here. Thanks so much. You have a very impressive history, Vito, so I'm glad to have you here, and I probably want to ask you about that soon. But now I also want to have Mr. Garrett Groves talk. Could you introduce yourself, Garrett? What do you do in Austin? Yeah, my name is Garrett Groves. I'm the Vice President for Business and Industry Partnerships at Austin Community College. Uh, it's a new position we created with the college to really leverage opportunities such as the one we're here to, to talk about today, but but also to deepen our connection with uh, both public and private partners in the region to really help our students um, not only get the education, the skills and competencies that are in demand today, but to help with those transitions uh, after and oftentimes during their education. How do we help students not only get to pursue their education um, at, at all levels, but also to get the training um, to land jobs that pay the wages they need while they're continuing to upskill. So again, it's a position we created a, a couple of years ago. And I'm fortunate enough to have spent some time in, in Washington, D.C., doing some policy work here at the state, all aligned with trying to figure out how we do a better job in the workforce and in education, serving students. So I'm happy to be able to do that for Austin Community College and thrilled to, to be on this podcast with you both. Great. It sounds like both of your histories, Vito and Garrett, together you have a really great view of the broad mission and goals of both Army Futures Command and Austin Community College and this joint project. Uh, I do not, and I'm sure a lot of teachers in Texas and elsewhere, they don't have as good of a view of everything that's going on. So I just want to start off asking Vito, could you explain what is Army Features Command and how is that different from other parts of the Army? Yeah, great question. For those listeners that are not familiar with the Army or Army Features Command, what I could tell you is that after uh, about a year-long uh, national search 
um, the Army selected Austin as the location for Army Futures Command. Army Futures Command is a four-star headquarters. There's only a couple of those in the entire Army. This creation of Army Futures Command here in Austin represented the most major reorganization of the Department of the Army in the past 40 years. Big stuff in the DOD here. Essentially, the the whole point of, of why we created it and why we reorganized a lot of the Army underneath this umbrella sort of command was to refocus the Army's energy on its priorities. And in this case, it's very much about modernization. What does that really mean about um, focusing on on maintaining and ensuring we will forever have technical superiority on battlefields in the future. In its most fundamental sense, Army Futures Command's mission is to identify and prepare for that future operating environment and to align the Army's investments in technologies to make sure that those technologies support what we think the future battlefield will look like. That's what Futures Command is all about. We've got about a five to 600 person command presence here in, uh, in the immediate Austin area, um, but we actually have about 26,000 people total underneath the Army Futures Command umbrella. Both soldiers and uh, federal civilians are stationed around the world. That reminds me of when companies have their own new product development teams or teams like that to prepare for the future. Would you say that's a good comparison or is that not right? I think that's about right. It's about um, gaining new perspectives, um, harnessing the innovative spirit of the United States. I think um, over the past 20 years, you know, with the, with such a heavy focus on the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, the army got very sort of insular and, and, and sort of tunnel visioned on that specific type of conflict. And uh, by sort of putting a command uh, in Silicon Hills, as we call it, it gives the army that outside perspective to hopefully learn from uh, a lot of the tech leaders in the country. Hmm. So was the presence of schools like Austin Community College in Austin, was that a big factor in starting up Army Futures Command here? Yeah, Pius, I so I wasn't personally involved in the uh, in the selection process or anything like that. I came after it was already here in Austin, but what I what I can say for sure is that is that that innovation ecosystem was really I think what the army was looking for as as well as a as a proximity to soldiers and we've got Fort Hood uh, one of the largest army bases that there is uh, right up the road. And I think that that combination together of, of innovation ecosystem and proximity to soldiers is probably a big part of the reason why Austin was selected. Hmm. And after being here, once we discovered that, um, you know, we had potential partners like Austin Community College, they are certainly emblematic of that, of that innovative spirit that we've seen across Austin. Yeah, Pius, and I'll just add too that we're fortunate in Texas. We have a number of community colleges across the state that have really created pretty phenomenal platforms on which to do a lot of innovative partnership and efforts that help not only those residents that live here, but also our companies and enterprises that that really want deeper, stronger connections in the space to be creative and do that. And, and we're learning more and more that colleges and community colleges are a great place to do that. So I'm certainly biased and would say that ACC does have a great role um, to help Army Futures Command see and, and get to where they want to go. Um, but we're seeing that across the state as well. Um, colleges, both rural and urban, um, are re-envisioning our role in communities and our deepness of engagement and seeing a lot of innovative uh, results as, uh, coming from that. Yeah. And Vito, I know you said you're from New York and moved here. Garrett, are you from Austin? My wife is from Austin. Ah, okay. I actually grew up in Colorado and, and came to Texas. Got it, got it. 
So there's a software factory that the Army Futures Command wants to develop here in partnership with Austin Community College. What is the software factory? It sounds um, very mysterious and exciting at the same time. Vito, you can start. Yeah, the you know the software factory initiative is um, a pretty fresh idea in the Army and really across DoD. You know, going back to the description of what Futures Command is supposed to be doing for the Army, its fundamental mission in identifying future operating environments. Um, if you think about you know what that could potentially mean as we, as you envision how how soldiers will fight in the future it's not too hard to imagine battlefields where soldiers can't rely on the ability to pick up the phone or shoot an email um, back to higher headquarters for help with technical matters as was often done in Iraq and Afghanistan that was really the impetus for software factory was making sure that building software in an agile way became becomes a fundamental competency for the army we see this across, you know, Fortune 500 companies and big global conglomerates, you know, whereas I think a legacy process was to essentially outsource software development slowly but surely as, as you know, the idea of building software has become less esoteric, you know, the smart companies have at least some capability to build their own software uh, so that it becomes um, a value producing core competency. And that's, that's what Software Factory at its most fundamental level is about. Um, it's about bringing soldiers into that software development process and not keeping it away from them, but rather empowering them to do so. You know, our motto is by soldiers for soldiers, because we think if we can get soldiers developing software, empowering those end users, we'll get more valuable software uh, and we'll get it faster than maybe uh, other procurement methods allow us to do. It's an exciting time because it is a, it's such a fresh and unique idea and it's, it's somewhat countercultural to the Army uh, you know, to the old guard of the army, mm. but I have to say it's been pretty, pretty widely supported since we rolled it out. So how does Austin Community College come into this project? I understand then that you're bringing soldiers into the software factory to bring them knowledge. So where does ACC come in? And maybe Garrett, you could speak to that. Yeah. The, I mean, the opportunity to train soldiers for a new competency is just incredible opportunity for us. And I'm building off of what I, Vita was just sharing. There's a wonderful opportunity here because what the army is looking at is the same thing that virtually every company also needs to get a hold of. It's the fortune 500 got there because it's so a lot in, in a lot of cases, their IT prowess, but not everyone knows here just in Austin that home Depot is located their IT hub here to, they see themselves not just as a, a home furnishings company, but an IT company. Cause so much of that is online. The same for HEB, the same for um, many companies all have IT presences because they know they can they can't rely on someone else to develop your programming and stay competitive. And so virtually every company has this aspect and this skill set, which means our students um, need this skill set. And this is a wonderful chance to do that um, and learn those skill sets along with the Army who have gotten the attention of the nation and the world and how they're doing it. Well, now our faculty, our students, our teachers um, and our students get to be alongside that and learning with the best and the brightest at how we do this well and build that for, for everyone here in Central Texas. Hmm. What's the benefit of having civilian students learning about technology, about computer science, alongside soldiers and soldier students? I could imagine them learning separately. So why together? My perspective, and I think, you know, Futures Command's perspective is, you know, research shows that heterogeneous or, or diverse groups 
will always outperform homogenous groups. As I, as I kind of alluded to earlier, we, we recognize the Army needs, you know, outside perspectives, especially when it when we talk about things like agile software development, upskilling, reskilling its workforce, practical information technology skills. So it's only natural to make sure that, you know, we, we gain the synergies of those diverse student population that, that Austin Community College brings to the, to the fold. Absolutely. And part of what I just wanted to add is we get to take the best of all worlds. So we're also able for those soldiers who are interested to provide access to credentialing. Come get your associate's degree, your bachelor's degree, round out that education. Um, do it in an environment with several peers and entities. Bring in other interested parties that can learn from what's happening here. Provide a really open and public platform where appropriate um, so that, that we're all able to leverage what's happening here. And, and honestly, a lot of our hope you know, community colleges, we've done a lot to partner with K-12. We've done a lot to build, whether it's dual credit or early college high school partnerships, what's the best way to use the really exciting work that a futures command is doing and share that. Um, we have partnerships like this um, that really create a spark of interest and desire and an applicability that's not often seen or understood. Oftentimes, if we talk about IT or programming, um, that's you know hard to make tangible. But when you're able to come into an environment and see how all these different partners, um, most of which Futures Command is applying this in real world situations, it makes it tangible in a way hmm. um, that grounds it and makes it that much more desirable. So I'm glad you started talking about the population at ACC and more about what ACC does. Vito, you mentioned that ACC could potentially diversify the the teams or the thoughts, the ideas of the students learning. And I'm wondering, Garrett, if you could explain a little bit more about who's at ACC. Tell me a little bit more about ACC for people who might not know about this community college. Yeah, at ACC, we, uh, we're a large urban community college. We have 11 campuses across a region the size of the state of Delaware. Um, we have about 70,000 individuals we'll serve in a year. So we have a lot of programs and elements that we bring together and offer. Um, but in our partnership work, we're leaving a world in which we can just offer a set of education opportunities and then hope that everything turns out well for students when they leave. We're building the, the College of the Future is at ACC where you can come to our institution, get training and education online, hybrid, um, experiential and have that be linked right to the job and the work you want to do. I, there's partnerships that I can talk a little bit about, such as um, whether it's Tesla or Toyota or Samsung, uh, Google, all of these partners are very interested in how they make stronger connections through the pipeline and through education. And often ACC and a community college can do that better than many others because we have the ability um, to open up a public, a public platform and be really innovative. And that's fortunate because when you're serving 70,000 students, we have a lot of diverse needs. We have, a grow, we have a growing number of high school students who are getting their associate degree a week or two before they get their high school diploma because we've done so much work with our high schools on dual enrollment, as many of you have across the state. We also have students coming in for who may have been out of the education system for a while who are now adults disconnected from work who really value the experiential learning and the ability to get rapid retraining and back into the workforce. I'm all the way to students who are focused on our, whether it's our four-year degrees or want to transfer to our four-year partners. And for virtually every one of those populations, a partnership like Army Futures Command is invaluable because we're able to then contextualize the learning and what's happening here and then make that available to each one of those populations given enough time. Hmm. 
So is the software factory going to be like these other programs at ACC? Are they going to give a degree? Is it going to give a certification? Is it just professional development? What comes out for the students there? Yeah, I hope I'm uh, I'm not surprising Major Erica with some of this, but we're certainly viewing it as almost like the trunk of a very large tree. And the first and most important thing is to help make sure for, for Army Futures Command and for the soldiers coming here that we get this training right, what they're able to provide that space and that we provide the articulation for two and four-year degrees for those soldiers that want to pursue those options. Hmm. Um, but with that in place, um, once that's up and running, it's almost limitless the number of branches we can build off of that as a private partner. Um, so long as that's maintained and strong, we now can take the elements of that and learn and continue to keep our programs at the cutting edge of what's needed and use that for the various populations and programs and, and build whatever our region and community needs. Um, and we've already gotten several calls um, from partners in, whether it's in Dallas or San Antonio at Amarillo, colleges are very interested to know how this plays out and how they too can do their versions of this sort of work um, and learn. And so it's almost limitless the potential, but um, again, we're focused on the core of that, the, the trunk of that tree, which is the, the software factory for Army Futures Command. Yeah, Vito, could you add anything? Do soldiers who go through the software factory, is it expected that they'll get a degree or some kind of certification? You know, I, I, I think so. I don't, I don't want to say for sure one way or the other. Uh, what, I, what I think I'm prepared to say here right now is that our, our relationship with Austin Community College is very healthy. I think I'm, I'm fairly confident that some of the training and um, upscaling that we're looking at will translate well into um, Austin Community College's existing and planned um, curriculums. One of the initial attractions that just sort of just made organic sense to us about a potential partnership was the fact that Austin Community College is one of the only community colleges nationally that can confer an accredited uh, associate's or bachelor's degree in applied computer science. And so we'll work kind of hand in hand with them to make sure that uh, what the soldier experiences matches up well with uh, with that kind of credentialing. The other part of this, too, that's really cool is, um, I don't know if you know this, Pius, but the Army, you know, big Army now, the headquarters department of the Army, um, has some extensive, um, very, very college-friendly programs um, to make sure that soldiers can get certifications and degrees you know, we can take advantage of that on behalf of the soldier to leverage uh, some of those scholarship programs uh, to make sure this fits in nicely with everything collectively that we're trying to do at the Rio Grande campus. So something I want to know more about then is why go through training with the Army Futures Command software factory at ACC as opposed to getting a computer science degree? or attending a boot camp at General Assembly or something. I guess for the Army, maybe Vito, you can answer, what other options does the Army have for training soldiers in technology and computer science? And yeah, so that, why I, this? Right, yeah, no, I, I think, so we, we did about a, a year's worth of, of market research for, or industry analysis, whatever you want to call it, um, mm -hmm. of basically this whole idea of organic software development with you know people from your own organization and what that would look like and the fundamental issue we kept coming back to was like you know there are programs that exist where soldiers could do this kind of stuff in their in their off time but because of the life of a of an active duty soldier it makes it really difficult to sort of keep up with with uh, with that pace, especially when you consider, you know, how the, the, the perishable nature of of computer language is just like a foreign language, mm -hmm. and so um, it became very clear that what we needed to do 
uh, although other mechanisms and vehicles exist, like kind of to your point, Pius, that to, to do this well and to do this right, it would be to pull the soldier out of what we would call the operational force and kind of put a fence around them and put them in this more academic setting uh, so that they could focus. Um, because remember, the overall idea is upscaling, reskilling, and then putting them in, in what we would call an operational software unit. So as we examine the idea of, okay, well, now we know we're going to pull them back. And so to your point, like, well, why not just give them a boot camp? And we realize, well, you know, boot camps are good um, for certain segments of the population. We recognize that the active duty army soldier is a little bit different. They probably will need a little bit of help, uh, you know, going from zero to one in that boot camp setting. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we really felt passionate about making sure we enabled them very, very well up front and then giving them a very, you know, low uh, ratio for uh, for teacher to, to student. And that's where ACC comes in because, you know, you look at what they focus on and it's very much that idea of bestowing practical skills, the practicality of, of the skill sets, you know, reign supreme over the, the conceptual. And it just dovetails really nicely. And then you can get the fact that it's going to co-locate with the site of ACC's planned IT accelerator, and you're going to get a lot of synergy by being there all together um, as, as collectively that entire student population learns agile software development. Yeah, and we've been using that word agile. I mean, a lot of teachers are familiar with that, but you're basically talking about creating software, not in the old way, but being able to make it fast, right? And as you need it. Yes. So there, that that word is a is a big word uh, for us in at Army Teachers Command because it it really sort of flies in the face of um, legacy processes. And so the way that generally speaking, software would be procured or developed um, in the DoD was you know you'd spend a year gathering requirements of what this piece of software had to do right. and then you'd spend another year trying to figure out if it would work and then you spend another year trying to pay for it and then and there's no real interactions with users and nobody's getting value and there's cost overruns etc whereas agile software development i think is probably most of your listeners are, are well accustomed to is it well accustomed to is that you know you're just kind of building mvp and, and slowly iterating from there with constant feedback from end users which we know will ultimately provide far more value than those legacy processes. Okay. And it sounds like ACC is prepared to uh, to teach and train students to do that. I'm also wondering, um, you talked a little earlier, Vito, about maybe a cultural difference between the Army and, say, the traditional tech scene in Austin. Is there going to be any conflict or disconnect where you have the traditional tech people wearing flip-flops and shorts and just rolling into work at noon or whatever. And that's just the kind of atmosphere they might be used to working in. Is there going to be any conflict when they're working with soldiers who are supposed to be very disciplined? And uh, I would stereotype it as the opposite of that, that tech person. Is there going to be any problem integrating those two cultures? I, I don't foresee a problem at all. I think the soldiers are going to be really excited you know, the way you, you, uh, the rules that are in place in a combat unit are quite different than maybe what will be in place sure. at, at a software unit. You know, I think right now we're, we're going under the working assumption that, you know, we'll be in plain clothes, uh, something I think the, the soldiers are, are very much looking forward to, to be honest with you. We'll be on a first name basis. And the idea will really be to assimilate into that sort of like agile learning culture. Whereas, 
if if soldiers are worried about rank or they're worried about relationships with civilians and stuff like that, they're not focused on the actual course material, which is where we want them focused. So I think mm-hmm. we're going to start out to be, you know, to take a pretty liberal approach to to a lot of those rules, which I think will alleviate some of the concerns that that maybe some might have. I see. I also wanted to ask more questions related to how much teachers should be aware of the software factory at Army Features Command. We all know that teachers are teaching because they want students to be better and they want to guide them into advancing in their careers and their lives. So if you could talk to engineering teachers in high school right now, math teachers, science teachers in high school right now, what would you say they even have to know about a program like this? Is this an option for high school students right now to think about in their futures? Or is this really just for one small pilot group right now? I can I can start there. Um, we definitely are going to be starting with a smaller group. Um, but one of the biggest questions that we have is that most boot camps don't always start out or gear themselves for those that don't have a lot of background or preparation for programs like this. Right. And so that applies in the high school setting too. Something ACC is already starting to focus a lot on is what is the entry ramp? What does that look like for individuals? Not just with the the skill set to be ready for day one in a boot camp that looks like this in a software factory, but the interest and in how do you embed the sparks and desires for this work to really know what's possible and how the labor market of the future is going to have some level of programming awareness, if not actual skill in most of our jobs in the future that's coming. And so how do we work with high schools to help embed that sort of pathway and understanding? Um, because we still at ACC, we have a lot of students that want to become nurses. We have a growing number of students that are understanding robotics and automation, how important that is. We still struggle sometimes to demonstrate the real value of computer skills and programming. And the more examples we have to make that real and tangible, um, and the more that I think teachers in their settings are able to use that in K-12 to help explain why this is so paramount and why it can be a lot of fun and engaging to have problem sets that you get to solve for and do. I mean, I think a lot of teachers know the power of that. We now hope to amplify that and build that because, well, no matter what scale or size the actual software factory becomes, we're going to be looking at ACC to replicate that and build many more on-ramps and off-ramps for that sort of training and share that knowledge as appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully that's how this will be not certainly the the last, but the first of many times you'll be hearing about the software factory and how that's changing the way um, we're doing work here at Central Texas and, and across the state and the country. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I've got a couple points to add to that if it's all right. You know, yeah. for, for as much as we talk about software at the software factory, I, I think I think it, there there's sort of a lot of cool things going on where it's pushing um, – you know, the army in a good way across a whole a whole bunch of fronts, uh, specifically on uh, HR policies and hiring and and stuff like that. And so, one of the points of that is that you know we're, we're looking very much into this idea of uh, federal apprenticeship. And so, while not specifically targeted at the um, at the high schoolers, it is targeted at at recent college undergrads. And so, it's a it's a way to fast track them into federal service uh, with a with a rapid uh, promotion sequence. Um, as they potentially keep federal employment uh, with all the host of uh, benefits that come with that. And then, Mm. as you say, Pius, it's sort of exciting to think about how we could get high schoolers involved into what's going on at the software factory once once we figure out, you know, which way is up over there, potentially, um, you know, broaden um, local students' horizons and getting people into coding that much faster. 
Okay. Yeah, and Garrett, you made clear that ACC works with the community too at the K-12 level. And so it does make sense to me anyway that anything y'all learn about curriculum and teaching, technology and computer science, you could spread that and disseminate that knowledge. Um, I also wanted to, before time's up, I wanted to talk about with the software factory, you are providing an option for students to learn about tech, about computer science. Oftentimes people who choose to do that, to study that, they want to go to Google or they want to go to Microsoft. They want to go to Tesla or something, private industry. Vito or Garrett, what do you think about how you can better draw students to say service? Not just, you know, in government, like with that program you were just saying, Vito, but maybe in the Army or Army Futures Command, as opposed to TikTok or whatever. I think, uh, so while we were building out this initiative, uh, there was sort of a, I guess, like a false assumption that for the Army to, to be better with technology, for lack of a better term, that we would have to like onboard a whole bunch of talent from outside the Army and 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 you know, lower the barriers to entry and exit to make sure that we kept that population happy and, and retained. Um, but as we started doing soldier interviews, we found out that a lot of soldiers had the, the existing skill sets or at least the existing um, signs of an aptitude that they were just sort of in jobs that, that were not the most technically forward leaning and they just, just needed sort of an ability to pivot. And, and that's what we're giving them he, uh, here. And so instead of, you know, I think uh, the number was was about half of our initial cohort was planning on getting out of the army within the next year, giving them this mm. outlet to go do this uh, type of work and and for it to be their their fundamental primary focus in the army kept them in. Now, your your larger point is is even more interesting. Of like, well, once once trained or once identified as as absolutely having this skill set, how do you keep them in? You know, we know you know as a as a government entity, we're never going to be able to you know, match dollar for dollar with, with the outside uh, tech companies. Um, but we, we're going to make it much more of a competitive decision for these soldiers. And I think also some of the feedback we got was, look, it's not just about the money. If, if you give me meaningful work and allow me to continue to serve while doing what I love, you know, it makes it a, a much, much more difficult decision than to just get out for the money, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah and I'd love to add to it, ACC. We're seeing this from two different angles. One, I mean, at least it's no longer true that everybody wants to work at maybe your big tech company. Um, there's a growing number of folks that do want different experiences that would like to work for, whether it's a state agency or a city government or a, a local nonprofit. Um, there's a lot of folks that want to be in a different environment or have a different mission-driven goal. Um, but even more than that, we have a lot of individuals that don't see themselves as, as being a quote-unquote programmer, who don't realize that this is an opportunity and a skill set and even something that they'd excel at and enjoy. And so just providing a pathway where individuals who think that they might only be geared for a certain industry or different area to be exposed to something different and realize one, that they enjoy it, that it often pays really well. Um, and that there's an abundance of jobs we don't often think about here just in Austin. Every state agency has an IT hub here in Austin. Um, our city governments, right? Our county governments, um, all of these entities, we all have IT skills that we need and, and increasingly programming skill sets. Um, and we have a lot of individuals that have never considered that job and that opportunity. It's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to um, be indoors and sit behind a computer for a whole lot of hours at a time. Um, but increasingly, the field itself is changing. We're not often putting programmers on their own um, to do this. Uh, increasingly, it's it's collaborative. It's paired programming. It's 
it's far more on the creative thinking abilities of having a problem and trying to figure out how to program a solution for it. And that's engaging for a lot of individuals um, who thought that wouldn't be something they'd be doing. And so um, we're just thrilled about the opportunities to, to create those linkages and those opportunities for more individuals um, than we have in the past. Thanks, Garrett. And also thanks, Major Erico, for explaining more of your thoughts here. Uh, actually, Vito, I wanted to maybe let you have the last word. How can people learn more about the Software Factory and Army Futures Command? Yeah, no, uh, we've uh, been lucky enough to have been uh, featured in some fairly prominent uh, publications. Um, so take a look at, at what's already out there. Uh, we've had some engagements here on some um, major trade shows uh, that, that are out there as well. Uh, we've got the Army um, Futures Command Public Affairs Office. You can always hit uh, me or uh, any of our team up on uh, LinkedIn or AFC social media. And I think you'll, you'll probably see a couple more articles coming out in the, in the near term. So um, we absolutely have an open door. The, the idea is to have a complete open door, open campus mindset to both academia and industry and to anybody else who's interested in learning more. Thank you to my guests, Mr. Garrett Groves, Vice President of Business and Industry Partnerships at Austin Community College, and Major Vito Erico, Software Factory Lead at Army Futures Command. The K-12 Engineering Education Podcast is sponsored by my studio, Pios Labs, in Austin, Texas, and also by the Engineer's Guide to Improv and Art Games, available through Amazon and other booksellers. The show is also made possible by much-appreciated, dedicated individuals donating to the show on Patreon each month. Help me continue the podcast by becoming a patron yourself at patreon.com slash pioslabs. Visit the podcast website for show notes, links, transcripts, and more. Go to k12engineering.net. That's k the number 12 engineering.net. Thanks for listening. <laughs>